We are back. It is crazy. But... And we're in a makeshift studio yes. while our real studio is under construction. Right. But for real, when we say we're back, we're back. We're freaking back. Yep. Two years in the making, right? It's been two years oh, since we had yes. a podcast. 2019. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Feels like a whole different world. But. And it is. To what we're talking about, we had a podcast in 2019, which feels like a lifetime ago, called Got Us Effed Up. Or Goofu. Goofu. So some of you might know us. Right. But for you newbies, awesome <laughs> newbies and old homies, or officially goofed up podcast, aka What's Got You Goofed Up, mm-hmm. where you guessed it, we talk about what's got us goofed up, and that encompasses the good, the bad, Peace. the ugly, and the stupid. And the stupid. And the stupid is highlighted and underlined and underscored and in caps and <laughs> in other things. Right. Um, That's just who we are. I mean, not stupid, but like we like to act goofy. We like to act our genuine, authentic selves. And that's why we're here. And that's why we wanted to bring it back. So. This podcast is for the people. Honestly. It's for the people who are our fans, which is probably no one besides us two. But I like us. So. I don't really give a shit. We kind of like us. We not kinda always, like but not all. Mm-hmm. Um, no. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about you know our lives, kind of what's going on in them. We'll be completely mm-hmm. transparent. We'll be completely honest. I mean, I don't think I have nothing to hide. <laughs> no, and I, well, not even that. Like, I just don't see it any other way. Like, I that's no. how I am. That's how you are. That's Very open, honest people. And I think that's how everything should be. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll get a little explicit probably, so pretty, pretty warning. Yeah, if you don't um, like F-bombs, then fuck you and stop listening to our podcast is what I have to say. <laughs> There's a little teaser for you of what, little what's teaser. to come. Honestly, though, you know, I mean, it's 2022, almost 2023. I'm going to be 28 in a few weeks. Honestly, I don't care. That's got me goofed up. Yeah. That's a conversation for whole another day, and that's not today. Not today. Um, but yeah, this is really just to talk about what we're we're you know things that we're going through. Um, well, we also have a submission form mm-hmm. in the link in our bio that yeah. really just lets you kind of share your story, yeah. or if you have any questions, you have something going on in your life that you need advice from, and you decided to ask these two. We give great Be, advice. These two lovely ladies. We don't take the good advice that we're given from each other, but we can give it. We can give it, but not take life. it because we're just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> just be like that. I don't know. And then, you know what? I think everyone goes through this. I literally am the most notorious overthinker on the planet. Like, I yeah, overthink me too. <laughs> every situation, like from a teeny text to a weird interaction I have at like. A food place, and that's also a story for another day. Lay at bed at night and yeah. be like, why um, did I say that? Why did I ask for beans? I literally even think about the emotions that I have when I say something and, like, respond to something. I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I say that? I'm cringing right now thinking about that. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about so many instances. no problem is too big or too small. I mean, no. we're here for everything, honestly. So, yeah. where do we even start? I don't know. I think... We probably want to catch everyone up or each other. I mean, we've been in each other's lives still. It's not like we stopped talking in 2019. That would have been detrimental to both of our mental health if we, you know, the COVID pandemic just kind of took the whole world by storm. And a lot has happened, I think, since our last episode of Got Us Effed Up. I don't even know what that last episode is, to be honest. I don't know. I think it was before a lot of things, like... Oh, also, maybe we should introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah. Hey. Probably don't even know who we are. See, we're already jumping Honestly, right into it. Honestly, we don't even know who we are, so... See, and that's the theme of this podcast. If you don't know who we are, you can be anyone you want. So... Yeah. But today, for today, now, today, right, right now, now I'm Claudia, but I go by Claude's. I'm Gianna. I go by G, only if you're my friend, so y'all can call me G. You're all our friends, so welcome to the freaking club. Yeah. Um... We're just going to 
dive right in. <laughs> and only the original people, people who listen to this podcast would know what we're doing. That was the awkward, awkward, weird start. Yeah. <laughs> we promise that this podcast is going to keep getting better and evolving. And I think that's just kind of what we're kind of all setting out to do, right? We're yep. just living our lives. Work we're trying in to get better. progress. So yeah. this is really awkward and cringing for you. It's very awkward and cringing for us. So bear with us and let us get <laughs> all of this information out. We have some great advice to share. We do have Someone who actually wrote into us, which I was kind of shocked that someone actually wanted to ask us something so quickly. But I mean, that's awesome. We have a question we can kind of dive into and talk about. I don't even think we've read the question fully yet. So we're going to give you our honest feedback 100%. Obviously, we're going to leave this person anonymous because they want to be anonymous. But like I said, everything is confidential here and we're just here to give advice. So... Claudia, what have you been up to for the past couple of years? Give us some a highlight reel yeah, of your life. Yeah, sure. Okay, wait. So, like, backtracking to what our last episode was, I really don't know what it was, but I think it was a Jonas Brothers episode that I was not a part of. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I think I was out sick, but I kind of chose to be out sick because... The Jonas Brothers Like, G thing. over here, she's a Jonas Brothers fanatic, and yeah. I'm totally cool with that. I mean, I, I think they're adorable. All of them. They are whole ass daddies, okay? They all, they are. They're whole ass daddies because they're actually dads. That's. Yeah, isn't that like adorable? If I had to choose, I would go One Direction all the way. I'm sorry. Mm, mm, no. Have you seen Harry Styles? Have you, have you seen Harry Styles? I have seen him, but Guys, I have a commitment. We're going to start a poll. Wait for a second. This is going to happen in one of our next posts. Yeah. Slide up at some point. Uh, on this. Yeah. But we're no. going to do a One Direction versus Jonas Brothers thing. Mm. Harry Styles or Joe Jonas. Okay, well, I'll be honest. I think Joe Jonas is really hot. But. Come on. Uh, Music-wise and, like, the development of things, uh, okay. I don't know. Like, I just. I know Each their not. own. But this is the only thing I think we disagree on because One Direction, I was never a It fan. is the one thing we disagree on. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> And honestly, you guys, the other thing that I will know on this podcast is that just because we're two best friends kind of spitting some facts and some wisdom doesn't mean that we have the same outlook on things and we will share different advice. Like, yeah. there are things in, in, in personal, like in our personal lives, she gives me different advice and I give her different yeah. advice and we see things differently, but then we kind of come together and we're like, oh yeah, maybe if I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, we have a balance. So it's not going to be the same thing. We're not always going to be in agreement. You know, we'll, we'll always Especially now. Out, yeah. <laughs> With the shit. Nah. This is not, this is some fake shit. But <laughs> this is not the type of crap we'll always talk about, but we will. Um, yeah. So that was, was the. Yeah, what are you up to? Um, Where are we right now? <laughs> so, yes, let's talk about our intro right here of like what our environment is currently. Um, so, like I said, we will transition um, the video part or the visual part of our podcast to an actual podcasting studio. So um, I actually bought a house in 2020. I don't know what year it is. Um, Two years ago? Yes. Around COVID, peak COVID. I don't even know, man. When the market was just... Just right. It was right. Right. Tight. I don't think that's how that goes. Get it right. Get it tight. (laughs) (laughs) But... I bought a house, you know, we've been remodeling ever since. I moved in in July, so finally kind of starting to feel like a house. So what you guys mm-hmm. are looking at is my basement, the lovely, cozy fireplace. Like, look at this. It doesn't get any better. Dark walls for a movie theater vibe is really what we're going for here. And currently our interim podcasting studio. Um, yeah. But currently we are working on a podcast studio that really will encompass kind of our environment and like what, what our vibe is. So... You know, you'll see a couple of neon signs on the wall because that's our thing. Um, you'll kind of see that in our in our graphics and our marketing collateral, I guess you want to call yeah. it, or logo. Like that's yeah, gonna be our look. Those symbols represent mm-hmm. probably what's going through our bobbleheads. Um, yeah. <laughs> but just also how we feel, bright colors. That's kind of what our thing is. I mean, I always say like find light and 
in the darkness, even though we're sitting in darkness right now. Literal <laughs> <laughs> oh, darkness. Mm. Yes. And you'll, you know, we'll have some cool, you know, cushiony seats. We'll have a cool marble coffee set up because why the hell not? We have a vibe. Um, it'll be a vibe. And yeah. we probably will continue to keep these glasses on the table because who the hell doesn't want a cute little drink, you know? We gotta... We gotta spice it up somehow. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So cheers you bought, to you guys. You bought a house in mm -hmm. 2020 when it was a smart time to do that. So mm -hmm. congratulations. Thank you very much. And the house, yeah, the market has been wild since. She has her own stories for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're still renovating it. You know, um, who's we? <laughs> who remembers the infamous sniffle? <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way. We're going to do, like, little subtitle things of, like, what, like, little quirky things little that we things. do that people probably don't understand. Like, you are um, weird. When we do the... Yes. If you can hear that, like, I'll do that for you real like, quick. It's like um, the mm-hmm. It's like a mm-hmm, but it's low-key, you know? Yeah, it's a little on the down low. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that is what's going on right now. What was the question again? Sorry. I asked you who do you live Man. here with. It ain't me. My hands. Oh my god. What it's funny it's so rocking, is that sorry. our last episodes were like about deal breakers and dating advice. And I actually ghosting. talked about the guy that I'm currently living with in that episode <laughs> and he's totally aware, so sorry, so sorry. Anyways, let's go over that. Okay. Um okay. as long as he's burnt, he's all good. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so I mean kind of that's like that's been a whole new journey for me. Um, you know, I, I don't think I've ever really lived outside my parents' house, so I feel like my mom has babied me ever since, well, since I was a baby. <laughs> it depends baby to baby. Perspective, yeah. Yeah. Um, since I was a baby, so there's that, but, you know, I've, I've, I'm pretty shocked at the shit that I've learned. I've learned how to do laundry, which is awesome. Clean clothes. Yes. We like that. Um, <laughs> learned how to bake some stuff. Turns out stale and burnt most times, but it's it's good. Um, but you bake it fresh and then it comes out stale. <laughs> that was some skill. If you can like go into the future, get some stale ass brownies. Like this just came out of the oven. No, so I've made things and then don't put them in like Tupperware. Oh, the proper. So like, by the next day, it's shit. But the day I make it is pretty good, and that's like a freaking win in itself, if right? If it's good one day, it's good forever, so yeah. in your mind. Um, yes, yeah, so I've learned how to do that, and I, you know, I've done chores and all that stuff. It's not fun. Adulting sucks, but I think that now we're on our way to 30, we kind of start to learn that. So guys, that's the major, major change since we've talked last with you guys, is that we're getting old. We've become adults. Like, back when we were making this in 2019, we were still going to Vegas. We were still going to clubs in Chicago. Living our best Holla. at the time. Um, Have those clubs, I think, shut down during yes, the pandemic? Yes. Bottle Blonde. I think Bottle is still open, yeah. but... It's just not my vibe anymore. Mm -hmm. I feel like at the time it's what I needed to kind of get everything out. I'm okay going once in a while. Like, I really it's am. Because fun. then I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do a fun. But then I got to be good for like six months because I can't be doing that every single day. Like, can you imagine? No, I can't imagine having the lifestyle that I had in 2019 now. I feel like I would just... Throw up a lot. Throw up a lot. Have, like, just be exhausted. I don't know. I just... I, I was, like, nonstop awake. Like, I was a nocturnal person. Like, I was never sleeping. Like, actually, I don't know if anyone suffers from that. I, I normally do, but I found ways to help that. And back then, I was just like, yeah, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., I don't need it. It's good. And then I would feel so sick in the morning. Oh, not recommended for not. anyone. But it was definitely, it, I definitely think that, like, oh, this is another story, I guess, for another time, too. But, like, when I hit 25, that's really when I feel like I spiraled. Because when I say spiraled, I mean, like, I really started to realize that I had, like, the quarter-life crisis. Oh. And there has to be a whole quarter-life crisis episode. But yeah, I, when I just talk about that more in depth, so, like, I truly went through it that year of, like, I just couldn't get over the fact that I was, like, five years from 30, and now I'm three years from 30, I'm just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling better, 
but you're getting acclimated. Yeah, I'm just realizing there's just really no stopping it. No, but there's really no stopping the clock. Then I was just really going through it because you were at home. It was kind of peak COVID. Like all I had time to do was think and just like dwell on my thoughts, and it was just like an overthink. Oh my god. What am I gonna you do? You can go out right now. Like I'm wasting all these younger years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just it was it was honestly it was, it was terrible. It was yeah. The first few months I think were really weird because I think we were both starting our relationships that we're in now. Yes, we and then we were also transitioning jobs. And if right. you guys listened to our last episodes, you know, we were kind of up and down with our job, which is kind of where we met for the people who haven't heard that. Yeah, we met at work um, at a PR agency in the Chicagoland area. Obviously, not going to name any names. Um, but that's where we met, and we have since moved on from that agency. We both went to different jobs, different areas of industries and then now I actually work at the same place again it's funny how life works it's really funny how we come full circle so um I feel like we've always been close I feel like after we both left the agency but I feel like when you work with someone every day you're just more inclined to have those conversations more and more and then we just had it on our minds to bring back our podcast because just, why not? <laughs> I mean, yes, why not? And also we realized, you know, we had a couple of people asking us if we were going to bring it back. Some mm-hmm. people found what we said insightful, even though it was, you know. Or funny. It, it <laughs> was <laughs> funny, but, like, back then, you know, we were just getting started. We didn't really know what we were doing. No. I feel like everything has kind of shifted. You know, we're kind of in that TikTok era. People are making reels now on Instagram. Technology has gotten better. We kind of done our research and we're trying to figure out. Trying to do it the right way. The, yes. The best way to kind of do stuff. Yeah. Um. So, we're kind of here, you know, we're, we're going to be vulnerable with you guys. And we, I know we kind of just spit out a lot of stuff at you guys, but it's kind of a background. Um, yeah, so, you know, we left the agency life where we worked together, and it was honestly really hard for us, especially because we kind of shifted from working five days in an office. Commuting to, a lot. Yes, which was like our favorite part of stuff. I know, it really but, was. Then we, we had to work at home for a while at this agency, and then we, we kind of got a little, you know, we, we were ready to try different things, go in-house, do some different stuff. I know Gianna, um, you know, I, I currently still do PR, but she wanted to kind of dabble in some other stuff, get out of the, you know, pitching world and, and working with journalists and wanted to kind of move on to something else. Um, fantastic writer as she is. She wanted to do something that was more content-based and content creation, mm-hmm. and so she ended up going somewhere else. You know, we, we both... I, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, we both ventured in-house to do different things, but, like, didn't expand our skill sets, but ventured into more healthcare. Kind it was, of. Yeah, like, it was kind I, of interesting. I just thought about that. Yeah, we both kind of went into the healthcare, I don't want to say, like, but, oh, mine was more, like, benefits space of communications. Like, healthcare, HR kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and it, you know, when you get a job and they tell you it's going to be one thing. And then you it get there, and then they rebrand or whatever they do, reconfigure their team, and then they're like, actually, you're going to do something that you actually really don't like doing, or that you're not really well equipped to do. And then that's when I knew that I needed to maybe find something else. And then at that point, you were already in-house at our current company, and yes. then you referred me, and that's how I kind of came full circle, and we're well, back there. And so, I think we we both kind of made jumps, you know, because we, we felt like we wanted to move on really quickly from one thing to another. We just it was like a lifesaver boat. Yeah. Like, get me off. Get me like out of here. It was kind of like a rash decision thing. And sometimes, you know, if, if you're in your early 20s, you're coming out of college or in college or even you're like an intern somewhere, post-grad, I don't even know, like younger, like it's okay. And I wish someone told me this, mm-hmm. but it's okay to change your jobs as consistently as you want to because yeah. that's the only way you will learn where your place is in the world, and also how you're going to move on. And develop standards, too. It's like, I think we've talked so much about having standards in the significant others that we're trying to find, but I think, I mean, we are working for most of our lives. Like, if you think about it, five days a week for eight to nine hours a day, if not longer, depending on the workload and your type of work, that is your life. You need yes. to have standards and you need to know where you're appreciated. And if it feels like 
a comfortable work environment that you can be passionate and yourself in. Well, and you I, won't learn that without going different places and, and trying experience. what that looks like. So it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We're here to tell you it's fine. Quit don't the job if you don't like it. it, okay? Yeah, because you know what? You you have all of your elderly life to be miserable. Okay, not right now. Not sweetie, not right now. No, you can be miserable later, bitch. Yeah. Like, Sorry. Not right now. You no. know, and honestly, we're telling you this from our experiences because we thought we put so much pressure on it. Like, like it was I like, have to stay at a certain place for this amount of years because it will look bad. But you guess what? I I spend one year somewhere else and then I hop back here and I'm like, you know what? I'm glad that I made that move because I am really happy in my job right now. Yeah. And I like what I'm doing a lot and I feel like a part of a team for the first cool. time. After being on like and three so or four teams in my life, I actually feel like I'm a part of something really great. So full circle moment. And it gets better. Yes, it gets better. And so that kind of, I guess that brings us to like our current lives. Um, yeah. I know G she will kind of do a background into where she's been more in her personal life, but mm-hmm. professionally, um, yes. Yeah, so I ended up going to this company. You know, we we've worked in the franchise industry pretty pretty decently a lot, actually. Ironically, I don't know how we got into it, but I guess you always find your place. You find your, your path interest. somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what franchising is, because I know that's kind of a co- like common thing. Like some people don't know what that is. It's, yeah. Um, essentially, like you you're owning your own business, and I, I, the best way I can really put it is, um, you know, like if you have a McDonald's or a Burger King or like some of the bigger brands that you might know or even, you know, Plato's Closets, Anytime Fitness, like I'm trying to dabble in different industries, but Mm -hmm. it's owning your own business with the recognition and the support of a national brand. So if you guys know any of those brands, wherever you guys are located, um, you're basically just, you know, kind of entering into a partnership with this national brand. You get to own, you know, your own business, your own license, what, whatever really entails into that industry specifically. It's fran- mm-hmm. In franchising in itself also has their own regulations. Um, and depending on what industry you're working in, such as ours, we work in a heavily regulated industry as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a whole kind of step system that you really have to follow to kind of get into it. And, you know, capital requirements and things like that. But you're essentially, you know, following your path of entrepreneurship, you're owning your own business, but you don't have to start from scratch. You have a business model that you follow. Um, and we've, we've kind of found our niche there, supporting really yeah. awesome brands like that. Yeah. And, and local owners, too. Yes, local that's owners. That's the main point, too. It's because like a Starbucks. That's not a, a true no, local franchise. I don't, at least because, I don't think so. No, they're all corporate locations. So if you look at, like, Starbucks versus Dunkin. Dunkin will have a local owner from your community like or something like that. But Starbucks, it's owned by their corporation. So it's a little bit different. So I don't know. I really like it. I really like the franchise world. I like helping local entrepreneurs. Kind of follow their dreams, supporting them. Yeah, um, and aiding them to be successful. I think that's really rewarding and I'm glad that we found our way back to that after kind of taking a break from the franchise PR world and working together and working together again and being able to collaborate and everything and we have a great team so I think that it just worked out the way it should have and I think that is a big part of like learning to trust the process too because I think when I left the first agency that her and I met at um I think I cried like every week. What did I do? I'm in this job. I have no idea what I'm doing. They kind of bait and switched the whole role. And I, you know, I've not cried one time from stress from this job ever because I know what I'm doing. I'm passionate and I like it. And there's leniency. There's understanding. There's work-life balance. Like people understand when you need to step away from something and you just got to you got to take care of business or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's understood. And if you have, you know, a, a hierarchy or, you know, executives or your boss or whoever is higher up above you, your direct, I guess what's the word for, like a manager? Yeah, direct like supervisor direct, yes. or manager. If you have someone who understands on their same wavelength as you, which our boss truly is, yeah. like she's awesome. I mean, I, I would honestly be, like, best friends with her outside of, yeah. like, professional environment uh-huh. if we didn't meet that way. But, um she she is the best so if you don't you know we have that and i find finally like, we finally have that and we we understand we get along and everyone mm-hmm. just like works 
in the same tempo and it's so nice to finally be on the same page yeah i have to you know brush a few things or like if there is a rush there's understanding and there's there's clear directions and steps that you need to take to kind of make sure that you succeed and so right. but how long did that take to find it took a long time to find that yeah i mean i and we don't see that all of them tell you differently but um I think it, what it's been like at least five years yeah I've been it's graduated been like I graduated in 2018 so um yeah it, it takes a few years to really find what the workplace that you need to thrive in and I think that society in the past has taught everyone find a place that you can work in for 30 years and get your it's retirement like that, or you whatever you don't need to do that nah. now I feel like What's it called? The great resignation or, or something like that? Like Resignation. Or, resignation. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like that's the biggest thing because people know their worth and they're not going to be treated like shit. That is what really came with COVID is that people found their value. Oh, you know, they found where they want to work, what kind of environment they can work in. Yeah. And they started looking for positions that really drove them and what, you know, what they were passionate about. They realized that they could leave their job and find something that they really love and they want to do day to day and it's not somewhere they want to leave. And so, yeah, I'm hoping that progresses. Yeah. I mean, I could see, you know, I think everything with the economy right now is kind of changing and it's in flux 24 seven. Yeah. It's constantly evolving and I, it's hard to predict where things are going to be. And I think that's what's the hardest part about my life right now is that like, I feel like, which I blog and I've written about this before, like you feel. Yes, she has a fantastic blog, you guys. If you want I haven't written for it in a while depth, though. I need she's to gonna wrap like, it up though, so she's Yeah, down. I have a few, I just haven't like actually published them, which I should. <clears throat> Give a plug, what's your. Oh, it's plug? called New Lane, New Route, New View at wordpress.com or something like that. It's on WordPress. It's in my it's bio. something like click that. On, yeah, click on my name in the bio of our Instagram or whatever, and then you can find me. It's linked there, too. So um, I talk about a lot of things in there, but one of the most recent things I think I talked about was when I turned 27 a whole year ago, I kind of did a little reflection um, when I, you know, in June. So I was 27 and a half, I guess, by that point. And I was just feeling like, oh, my gosh, like I turned 27 and I don't even – I'm not anywhere near it where I thought I was going to be at this time of my life. Like, I thought I was going to have different things going for me. Um, and at that time, I was in a job I was unhappy in. So I think it really starts with yourself and finding a career and a job that makes you happy. It doesn't really matter what your partner's doing. It doesn't matter what your friends are doing. It doesn't matter what anyone else around you is doing or what they expect you to do. But I learned from then that it's about finding yourself through what you're passionate about. So the podcast that we're doing now, or like the blog, or I like to paint and draw, or like just find things that are important to you to build yourself up instead of relying on other people, I feel like, to make those dreams a reality that you thought that you needed to be happy. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think that's something I was dealing with a lot, um, that whole quarter life crisis. For me, it hit a little late at 27. I was like, oh my God, I have three more years. And now in a few weeks, I'm going to have only two more years until and I hit 30. Weeks, I'm going to be in her position probably. Yeah, I'm going to have to coach you through that shit. God, I need so much coaching. Let us know if you guys want a guide to your quarter life crisis because I literally could write a book on it. Yeah. We'll do another. Maybe, maybe we could do that. Yeah, a little guide of how to get through it and not just feel so like, oh my gosh. Lost. Yeah, I feel like 20s is your time to really find who you are. And who, reflect. And reflect. And then 30s is when you're going to feel like, got it. So I feel like my 30s will be good. But I just, leading up to it, I feel like there are things that I wanted to like accomplish or just, you know, I want to freaking move into my own home. You know, so it's like there's things that I want to do before I hit that mark because I want to get to 30 and feel like, okay, I got it. But I think the important breath. thing to know, and I, I think this is what I realized through my own timeline, in like in comparison, in comparison to like us together, not everything is gonna be the same. Your your friend who just got married at twenty one, and if people are getting married young, yeah, no, that's fine. But I mean, she's like, it's not fine. I mean, yes, me for example. No, I don't believe no. in. I don't think getting married like super young is like the smartest yes. thing. But that's just my personal. 
preference. But if, if that's you, if you've been dating for like 12 years, you're still in love, nothing has changed, fine. It's Great. fine. That's Congrats. your next progression. Go, do it. Run after it. Chase it. But if you're like us, you know, even at this age of 26 and 27, we're not, we're, we don't feel like we're 100% there yet. Like maybe we can get engaged, but we're not ready to get married for another two, three years, whatever it is down the line. Like when, are, when we're 30, basically. But like, I mean, everyone's dynamic is different, so it's mm-hmm. fine. And so if, like, I just, I don't, I feel like there's this pressure of like, we see on social media that like your friend from high school or your friend of me, um, your enemy, this girl you you liked but you disliked, whatever, mm-hmm. got married and she's your age right now, but or she got married at like twenty four and you're now twenty seven and you you're still single or you're still with your boyfriend of like whatever. Like yeah. I honestly doesn't matter where you're at. Right. Know that it's okay to be in a different different wavelength in a different time. Yeah. Because absolutely. It what's meant to be is meant to be. Like right. that's and so if anything, I would say, at least this is my own opinion, because I guess we're talking about our lives and kind of recapping everything from mm-hmm. the last two, three years, yeah. is one thing I learned is that mm-hmm. it's okay to do that. Like, if it's better to not rush something than to rush it, because you don't know what the result is going to be later, and it's probably not going to be positive. It's going to no. be worse, if anything. Right. At least in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I could see it just yeah. resulting so much worse. If you feel a natural progression in your life, with, whether it be with your career or with your partner or with moving out or whatever, then go with the waves, you know, like go with the flow and how it feels natural to you. You know, like it's easy to compare ourselves to other people. It's easy to be like, well, you know, we all graduated and, you know, for me, 2013 and half these people are married and have babies and stuff. Like, of course, those are goals of mine I want to reach someday soon I would hope to start that life soon but I don't feel like oh wow I feel terrible about myself because I don't have what they have because on the flip side of that they might wish they had what I have like a career that I'm happy about or xyz I don't have really much you don't know you don't know like for example I have a friend she's married she's been married for a couple of years and she's got a great husband they have a beautiful home they have two adorable dogs but she has what I want, maybe, essentially. But she, I have what she wants, which is, like, a career that she can stand on her own and, like, say, this is my thing. And that's what you actually, her and I got together recently, and we're talking about that. I'm like, I want what you have, and you have, like, I, you know, I have what she wants, like, the career, because she's in school now to be a nurse, and she just wants it to be over because school just sucks, and I understand that. And to be a nurse is very difficult because science and math, fuck that. Especially now. Like, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. So that and, you know, and down the line, like, I want to have my own place to call home. I want to move forward with my boyfriend and I want to establish a family. So it's like, you don't always have it all in your 20s. You can't literally have it all in your 20s. And if you do, fucking drop in our DMs and tell us how the fuck you got there because I'm fucking curious and I would love your roadmap because. Oh, and honestly, I, yeah, I just want to hear about it. Like, we, yeah, how did you achieve? Everything off your list before 30 because honestly, if you do it the way that it's supposed to happen, I feel like there's time. Congratulations. And I want to tell you, we're here to tell you guys. How did you do it? How did you do it? Let me know. That's like quick progression. And if you've gotten to that point before your 30s, then that's amazing. Like, shout out to you. Shout out to you. You hustled. Yeah. I I partied a little I had some fun. But yeah, I mean, besides the career. Um, like I said, we both have boyfriends, um, I don't know, career changes on his end but as well. And that I think was a big change. I think those, those were honestly the biggest changes. Obviously we've shifted. I mean, like, like, I mean, when you think about it over time, the last two, three years, those are big shifts because before prior we were basically single I mean we were like talking to people but we weren't officially in relationships no we were going out more we felt like you know we we had more time on our hands we wanted to go out hang out I mean go out to clubs like I said concerts like yeah. shows yeah stay out all hours of the night like yeah we, we, we were just living our life at the time and just getting that life experience that you need to have because I think that a lot of people tend to maybe skip this time 
or, you know, I was probably really close to skipping this whole time because I was with someone for a long time and I didn't feel the need or that I was like allowed to do those things because I felt like, oh, I will already am in this long relationship. Like, why do I need to go out? So I feel like that was a blessing because I was able to experience what I needed to experience, have fun, live my life. And then when I was ready, the right person for me came into my life. And I think that is really important because you can search and try and swipe all you want, but when, until you're ready, the person for you won't come. They won't. It'll just be asshole after asshole, lesson after lesson, until you find someone that's like gonna stick around and want to be with you for you. And I think, I think that's something that we both were able to find during COVID as much as it, it was, sucked. It was hard. It we, was It was hard because we were like, we, we were waiting anticipation, like anticipation, like when is this going to happen? Well, honestly, if you're 45 and still looking for a dude, keep freaking looking. Keep looking out there. Yeah, like, yeah, because that means you're about to find like a diamond in the rough, like someone amazing and it's just taken this long and that's right. It's fine. Right, exactly. And I think that COVID kind of helped things into perspective yeah that and like just kind of gave us the time to like be grounded and like get to know that like about our partners more like I don't know we were always went to the office my boyfriend was previously a teacher when COVID was happening so like I was able to work from his house he lives like an hour away from me and he got to teach from home so we got to spend more time together and then he changed careers obviously so he can't work from home ever um law enforcement. I'm not going to say where or his name, so I don't get anyway. <laughs> but I can talk about my experience with that too, but I just don't want to give, you know, too much information in that just to be respectful. But, um, yeah. I think we could probably do like an episode down the line and it, it, let us know if you guys want to Yeah, let us know what you want to hear, obviously. We're kind of just throwing it all out there and whatever you guys like, and let us know. That's what we're here for. We're that's here to babble. <laughs> babble and let uh, us know what but, you want us to babble but, more about. If you want to hear more about careers, I mean, how to find one, where to start for our younger followers, you know, in college, still trying to find their way, because honestly, it took me forever to find what I wanted to do, and I don't even know if that's still what, I mean, at one point, I wanted to be a police officer and a detective, and now I'm kicking ass at PR. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I can kind of picture you as a cop, but then, again, I'm like. freaking badass. Yeah. That's why. But I feel like. So, I mean, lots of, lots of updates, honestly, but I think besides all that, I think we're pretty caught up. We're not that interesting, guys. We just got hella boring. So that's why we're here for you to hear your stories. Yeah. And share a little bit of what's going on with us as things get a little bit more goofed up. But I think... Something going on up there. Is that the construction of our studio going on? I think so. So if you guys are hearing that, bear with us because we're makeshifting right now. Yeah. Um, but speaking of, and that's a perfect transition, um, we want to hear your stories. So how about we go into the one, uh, I almost said column, but it's really not a column. Yeah. It's like a Actually, type in, a write in. Yeah, let me pull it up because we have our um, little form. Okay, so it says... Hi, I would like to stay anonymous because I am writing on behalf of one of my friends who had just gotten engaged. Well, congratulations to your friend. That's cool. Um, She got engaged last month. Okay, so that was, what, October? Wait, what the fuck month is it? Oh. It's November, but I... Oh, wait, no, it's December. Okay, so this person got engaged in November. Okay, cool. But the problem is, is that she acts like she doesn't know if she wants to be engaged or if she wants to be married. This friend has always been a free spirit and has had relationships in the past, but she seems to be more infatuated with her past than she is with her future. Oh, that's hard. That's tough. The guy she's with is a really sweet guy and the proposal was very thoughtful and well thought out. It was everything we could have imagined for her and as much as we are happy for her, we can't help but think that this is not right for her. She just asked us to stand up in her wedding, but we are not sure if we want to support a marriage or a wedding if it's not rooted 
in love and if it's not genuine from her. Ooh, that, that, feels, that feels hard um, to deal with. We're not sure if we should address with her our concerns or if we should just go through the motions to make her happy. We would appreciate both of your insight on this and what you think would be the best way to go. Thank you. Anonymous. Woo! Okay. Well, that made me sweat. A little bit. Um, okay. So let me just break this down. Seems like her friend was in a relationship. She didn't really give context as to like for how long mm -hmm. they were together for, but it seems like this person maybe just got out of a relationship maybe. And maybe this guy was like a, the good guy, you know, like he was a guy that was like different from all the other maybe bad boys she was dating and maybe she likes a different type of guy and maybe she doesn't want to be with him for that reason they didn't really give much insight as to like why but they said it's clearly evident that she doesn't really want to be with him hmm. I mean it's a lot to ingest honestly yeah and I guess uh, obviously you know you guys we speak from our own I guess it's not even personal experience honestly it's just our thoughts yeah, um, just based we, on the situation. We're completely transparent, and uh, also, we're not biased. So, in the sense no. of, like, we try to look at it from both perspectives. Mm -hmm. um, so, I would say, like, at least in my opinion, is that I get, I understand where she's coming from. I mean, she, she shouldn't be... At one hand, clearly, she, she feels something. She feels a connection with this person. She cares for this person, whether it's, you know, as... as a spouse, a loved one, you know, in that sense of, like, her, her other half, but also just as her friend. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like if she's not 100% sure how she feels about this person, I don't think she should rush into getting married. Mm -hmm. um, they don't have to break up. No. And but I they don't have to get married. explain that because if this individual truly loves her and wants to be with her, they'll make it work. They'll make it work and they'll understand And build it. back up to maybe that point. And I understand no one is perfect. I mean, no. I, every, obviously the reaction might be not exactly off the bat what they want. But in, eventually, they will understand that they're ma doing this to not make, not a mistake, but like not rush into it and not do something extremely rash. I mean, marriage mm -hmm. is... And it's it, it, it depends on how you look at it, right? Like, it, yeah. because it could, you know, it's it's... I mean, you're you're kind of weaving your lives together, right? Essentially, and yes, yeah. and you should like the person that you do that with, because exactly. it seems like she was saying that she's not as compassionate or infatuated with this new person, and she seems more hung up on her past. I'm not sure if that means that she keeps bringing up her ex-boyfriend, or if she compares him. Or if and that she, complicates things a little bit yeah. because clearly if she's still kind of reflecting on the past, she hasn't moved on from the past. Right. And it does depend, too, if you are reflecting and comparing and saying that your ex was better or that I was more attracted to my ex or I liked his personality better or something like that. But it's another thing you're saying, well, he's he treats me a lot better than my ex. I'm way more attracted to him than my ex. There's It's two different things, but it seems like from this case... It seems like it's the first example I gave where it's maybe comparing well, in a negative cheating, way. You all, it could also it doesn't mean that you have to rush into getting married. It might no. just mean that they're a really good person. Yeah, exactly. And they you have an established friendship at least, and that's somewhere you have to build from, and you have to give it time though. I, I really I think time is the big big factor here. Yeah. Of like giving yourself time because. Think about it. When you rush into getting married, right? I mean, I'm just saying, like, you go to the courthouse. You know the things that you have to do to go through it to get out of it. It's not like you step back and you're like, you know, you break up and you're like, ah, I'm good. Yay, I'm good. No, see, ya. see ya. Moving out my shit out the house. No, <laughs> it's not like that. It's like a divorce. It's like a legal commitment. Like it's like yes. written in. Yes, that's you, what I'm saying. Right. So it's a you go it's to a big court, thing. You have to do the whole thing, and to to get it broken essentially you have to do the same thing and it's it's honestly i think a hundred thousand times more painful to do that because you're going to go through a rush of feelings so whatever you're already feeling on top of whatever the hell you're about to feel after you go through that and i, I can't speak from experience and i've done it i don't know but i know people who've gone through divorce and it sucks yeah 
it definitely it depends on you know what's all into it I mean obviously for married for like under a certain amount of years you don't have any kids you don't really own any assets with them it's kind of like a clean okay we're done but what does that do to you though like emotionally like oh I got married and divorced emotionally it just it weighs it will weigh heavy on on your friend and I don't think that I don't know if she's like one of those girls that can't say no Maybe she was like, well, I couldn't say no. I had to say yes. You got down on one knee. Now. What was I supposed to do? Which I get and, that. And that's understandable. I she mean, can still retract know. her yes. I mean, there's no problem in that. She can turn back now a lot more easier, a lot more easier than she can once she says I do and those papers are signed and the witnesses signed and all that stuff. So I think the best bet to do here is if you really have these really big concerns about your friend and her future if you don't think this person is for her he could be an amazing top tier dude but he maybe he's just not compatible with your friend in a way that's going to have like a long healthy loving marriage maybe sit your friend down and just kind of ask her what do you like the most about him what you know what does he do that makes you happy when did you know you were in love with him what are you looking forward to being his wife and then see Sorry. See the responses. See how she responds. And if she responds hesitantly or she says like a stupid answer that doesn't make any sense or if she's more focused on herself and the answers and not really about him, then maybe you should have a conversation like, are you sure you want to get married to him? You, I've seen you happier in other relationships and more passion in other relationships. And just don't tell her you shouldn't get married. I don't want to stand up in your wedding and be by your side because I don't think you should be with him. Don't attack her. Go in softly. No matter what, I think in the end, you can do all you can. So approaching it from this this side that Gianna's talking about right now, I think that's the number one step that you can do. But if she's very adamant on this or this person is adamant on it, whoever it is, not, this doesn't just happen to girls, guys, whoever. Oh, yeah, this can happen um, in every way. If they decide that that's what they're going to do and they're going to still go through with it, I think you, what you can do as a friend, as a bystander, I guess, if you're right the way. person standing next to literally standing next to them in their wedding, if, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, all you can do is support them and get them through it and then follow through as you go because you, you that's what you do as a friend. Right. right. Like, and mean, do not approach the groom-to-be. Do not tell him... Oh, you should know that this is how she feels. You are her friend. Unless it's a weird situation where you're friends with him. Don't, I don't know. tell someone else about how someone else is feeling. Let no. them do it. Let, that's their relationship. If you have a certain inkling into what her mindset is on the relationship, that's your own thoughts. And it's not right for you to like go forward and talk to the groom-to-be. You need to talk to your friends first, see what she says, but then also don't use it against her because then she's not going to trust you to open up to you about it because this is a pretty big deal, at least in my eyes. You should like the person that you marry. You should love them. And um, Honestly, and also you have to think about that. Especially right. if they're a good person and this is how you're feeling, I, I think you owe it to them to be honest because, I mean, this is also their life. It's not just yours. Right, exactly. And it's like you might not want to support if they do go through with it, you might not want to support a marriage that doesn't feel like it's right. But then again, you're just supporting your friend at the end of the day. So if she decides still that she wants to move forward with it, she's going to try to fall in love with him as much as she can before and after the wedding, then so be it. It's not your life. You're not the one saying I do. You're not you the one getting married. So you can't, and I wouldn't try to go over her head in any way because then you're just going to lose trust in that friendship. And it seems like you do value this friendship enough to like reach out to us and which I'm honored uh, yes but, I think you need to approach this with carefulness because yeah. this could really blow up in someone's face like right I, honestly it, it can escalate so quickly yeah. it's and you can lose a friend over it and I'm not sure the longevity of your friendship with this person right but, we were just that our you know our, like our thoughts on this is based on exactly you know the information that was shared there might be more depth Right. This. So if you more wrote in, if you have more background, you can send it through. We but, can kind of do a little recap and maybe let us know what happens too. Right. I'd love but to know those what are happens. Thoughts based on what was submitted. Right. So have that conversation. Ask those very general questions. Feel her out, but don't try to push her too hard because then she's not going to open up to you, and you're not going to be able to help the way that she needs. So good luck, and keep us posted. I would love yeah. to hear what 
happens and how that conversation goes and and if, more you help. Need, if you have follow-up questions yeah yeah we'll hit us up <laughs> so i mean i don't know is that the last bit of our episode or did we successfully do an episode without fucking yes, laughing hysterically guys, honestly can we reflect and how I mean, much we've grown yes on how much we've grown for the majority of people that are listening in but also the new listeners let me just put this into perspective for you we started one of our first episodes with the ghostbusters theme song and then dead silence and then fucking laughter <laughs> i mean it's comical now we can go look back and laugh at it and honestly, that's the thing. We want to be able to laugh. I mean, one day I hope we have our own like stand-up comedy show or on SNL. And at someone some point. just archives pulls up. Do you remember when you did this? No, I don't remember. <laughs> no, I don't remember what I hysterically laughed after playing the Ghostbusters theme song because I was butthurt. I got ghosted, but it's fine. Ooh, I like honestly cringe. Think about it. Okay. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. We're gonna keep going. We're we're on a high note. But, but yeah. Every episode, I think we're going to try to, you know, depending on if anyone writes in, we'll try to kind of answer any questions or share people's stories, Mm -hmm. add some advice, Mm spit some wisdom, as I like to say. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening. This was the first official comeback episode of What's Got You Goofed Up or Goofed Up Podcast, whatever you want to call it. Um, But make sure to submit your stories, your questions to the link in our bio. I this way because the computer is this way if you're watching this and um shit thanks for listening yeah thank you guys we appreciate it and we will see you guys next time and episodes every friday and i i say every but also in parentheses is most fridays um you know with our jobs and our lives and craziness and things going on it might not be every friday but we definitely will try to every friday Um, But if there are times where you guys feel like, you know, maybe Fridays aren't the best, you prefer listening on your, you know, car trips to work, whatever, on Wednesdays or whatever day, just let us know. Give us some feedback. Yeah, when you want to hear us, when you want to engage with us, and we will do our best to accommodate that because we want this to be a conversation. So, yeah. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And it's Gooped Up Podcast, I believe, on... Or, I'm sorry, I gift up the podcast on the Instagram, podcast. but on TikTok, you can look up Claude's NG. That's where we're going to post some of more candid behind the scene footage. More of the stupid shit's going to be on yeah, there. Yeah, a lot of the stupid shit actually is going to be yeah. on there. Um, <laughs> probably us acting like each other and saying our icks and doing some of the weird. All the trends that dead. is. Yeah. Yeah. Dances, 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 dances. I'm doing those stupid ass dances where they're like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. And the little flip hairs that I'm all over that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's You'll it. You'll see a lot of that. You'll see a lot of uh, <laughs> pauses, but I think we did pretty good. And thank you all for listening. And we're we will. As we go. We'll talk to you guys later.